Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, y'all. I'm TV psychic Mystic Mark. And I'm interior designer Billy Andrew. And this week on the Gossip Gears podcast, all your chakras will be realigning with two gorgeous queers chatting loads of bloody shit. So, how are you, my... Ow, how are you, my dolly? I'm just in a hotel room. Joe's just leaving. Love you, babe. See you later. Bye. Bye. Aww. <laughs> Right, she's gone. Let's bitch. <laughs> Fab, How are you doing? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all good. We're doing a long distance call again today. Uh, well, it's not that long distance. Not as you're not in like bloody Australia. Yeah, no. I might as well be though, darling. I'm in Glasgow. We've just literally checked into the hotel. I was in Aberdeen last night. Oh my God, it's yes. honestly, it's been a wild ride. This what this past week. This past week, uh, since since Mystic Mog was yeah. um, unleashed, thrust up onto the world, yeah, it's been. Uh, people have been so loving and supporting. I've had celebs in my inbox. I've had porn stars in my inbox. Porn stars, Mr. Rocco Steele, oh the man with the God. big one. Yeah, he's got a massive one. I've seen yeah, that. <laughs> um, it's just been really. Do you know what? This whole journey has been so far so positive. This is also the first week I have had negative, though. Yes, you have. Um, I have seen some negative stuff online about your silhouette, shall we say? That's what people are calling it, aren't they? Yeah, but the people that are calling it a silhouette need to actually Google what the fuck a silhouette is. Because yeah. if, if I was a silhouette, if it was just my shadow, they'd be different shapes, the outfits. I think they're talking about, because a lot of my, my runways have been cut off above the knee, because, girl, it's drag, show a bit of leg. Yeah. Um, but listen, 
tonight's episode, the silhouette police can shut the front door. Right. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> okay, fine. Well, I'm excited Just wait for, that. for it, darling. Yeah. Wait for it. I think as well, people do mistake your body shape because you have um, exaggerated hips and you cinch your waist right in, don't you? So that's your body yeah. shape in drag. So I think people are confusing that with silhouette. You can't. I think so too. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to like have flat, flat ass and flat fucking hips do you do you know what i mean what do they want you well, to do my body shapes my body shaping exactly. drag and i think i've saw people doing the same thing to sminty and i'm just like you know what if if you don't like us just don't like us don't nitpick our drag so that you can bring us down on something just don't like us just move on just find someone else that is your queen like Got, yeah, you don't yeah. have to like us all but you don't have to find a fault on us either just to prove you don't like us like yeah if really out of everything i've been putting forward so far on rupaul's drag race uk the thing you want to nitpick at is you would like a different cut in my runway well then bitch Wait for it, because it's coming. <laughs> and then you've got nothing to nitpick about me, have you? Because, yeah. like, come on. Like, the amount of amazing, talented people on the show, all of us putting forward our best work. Like, just fuck off. Like, I don't care enough. Actually, that's a lie. I do care enough, because I've been reading the comments. Yeah. And I had a really down day last week, and I was just like, ugh. Like, I haven't purposely gone out and looked for comments. I'm not on Reddit. I don't type my own name in and search it. God knows what that would bring up. Yeah. But I know my friends are. I know you type my name in and search it. I know Joe looks through Reddit, you know, just to to see what's being said in case there's anything that's alarming. Yeah. Because you know what these fans are like? Some of them are crazy. I do, but some people are actually tagging you and I've seen that you've been retweeting them and like maybe been clapping back a bit, which I think is deserved. I don't think they should be tagging you. Don't tag me. No. I'm not going to say if you tag me, I'm going to come for you because then I know you get the right. real weirdos that, yeah, like okay. the one who I had to buy a drink for in cruise. <laughs> you have to, you end up getting the real weirdos that tag you all the time just to, so that they're seen. Like it's like the naughty kid in school that just wants attention, and the only way they know how to get it is by being vile. It's you get some of them online, so I'm not going to say if you tag me, I'll clap back because then I'll just open the floodgates to people. <laughs> yeah, being you'll just mean. be sat there all day doing no work except replying to yeah. trolls online. But, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. But don't get this misconstrued. It has been, it's been really positive. I would yeah. say it, it's been 98 percent love and positivity and just admiration, not just for me but for all the girls on the show. Yeah, and. One of the big overriding comments is what a talented season, like what an amazing season. And I'm really proud to be part of this season. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, Izzy Wiz, come she here. She don't like the season. <laughs> She's like, liar. She's like, dad, you're bullshitting. Yes. <laughs> come here, what's up? She can't get on the bed. We're in a new hotel today and the bed's really high. Go on, get on the bed. Bless her. Don't start, darling. I'm working. <laughs> Mummy's working. <laughs> Anyway, so what have you been up to this week? Because I've been in, I've been in Dundee. You've been to the um, Glasgow, the Attitude Awards as well. How was that? We've not spoken about that. The Attitude Awards last week, of course, we've not. Yeah, it was amazing. I saw Michelle again. How was she? Did she come over and like say hi to all the girls and stuff? She came over. She said Fab. hi. We did like the red carpet. It was probably it was my first proper, um, like red carpet and stuff as a Rue girl. 
Wow. So we did press. You, you you get there to the event. I got out the taxi and someone was like, it's Danny Beard. Like three paparazzi ran over, was taking pictures of me in the street. What the fuck? That's insane. I felt like Britney Spears. It was <laughs> crazy. I was like, oh no. I was like, do I look okay? I was like, thank you, boys. Like talking to the photographers. Like, I don't know who I thought I was. Oh my God. But, um, people asking for autographs. It dawned upon me about... By the time I'd signed the third little notebook, like the autograph collector's pads, that I didn't yeah. have an autograph. Because I was like, this is like I'm signing for a delivery here. Yeah. This is like, you know, <laughs> yeah. when you just sign with any old signature Quiggle. for the parcel yeah. in the morning. Absolutely. It was like, love you lots, squiggle. Yeah. Love you lots, squiggle with a kiss. Perfect. Love you lots, big squiggle. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I suppose that's what you signed prints are like as well, are they not? <laughs> no, I did try with my signings okay. to make sure they all look roughly the same, but there is variations. But right. obviously, I'm new to this fame game. Uh, uh, <laughs> I sound like an idiot, don't I? Do you know it what you should weird. just do? Just go around with a big stamp that's like pre, pre-autographed. What and you just idea. stamp it. There you go. There's the autograph, just a stamp. Yeah. Fab. Like what teachers used to have in school. Yeah, well done, star. But, yeah, well done and a smiley face. <laughs> yes, 100%. That's my autograph now. Um, but the Attitude Awards was great. I got, like, I bumped into Rylan and he was like, you're doing so great on the show, you're amazing. I was like, oh, thank you, I really want to work in telly. And he was like, babe, you're going to. Oh, like, it was fab. just... I think after the Attitude Awards... The next day I went to get my hair done. Um, shout out to the guys, by the way, from Kitch Hair in London. Uh, stunning. They'd done me a full cut and colour and it was beautiful. And I was in there and I was waiting for the colour to develop. And I just kind of looked at myself in the mirror and I had this like emotional moment where I was like, maybe I am doing well. Like, I know I'm doing well. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but to hear people that you look up to and like meet people that, are in the industry you want to work in, say, you're doing amazing, you're a star, like, yeah. all this high praise. It just was so, like, humbling and affirming. It was like, okay, keep going, keep working hard, keep doing what you're doing, because people are noticing it. And I think after working for 10 years at this, yeah, you know, it's... It's amazing. Um, and I suppose but- it's like dreams coming true as well. Like, this is something that I know I've always spoke to you about. And it's like something I know you've always wanted since I've known you. So it's, it is like dreams coming true, isn't it, really? A hundred percent. That's how it feels. But it's just, it feels like the hard work's only just beginning as well. Like, oh. it is hard work. I'm working my tits off at the moment. Exactly. Like, I've not seen you in about two, three, well, it's been two weeks now because you've been yeah. up, up and down at the end of the country up at the other end and I've missed you both times like you've had like I think you've yeah. been home like once I know I'm fuming <laughs> no I have I've been home once thank god I've got yeah. my friend uh, Julie living with me looking after yeah. me plants and me animals because honestly they'd all be perished the tortoise would be on his back by now <laughs> so the snake would have eaten it I know yeah <laughs> just get back to like a wild jungle you know like that scene from Jumanji, Jumanji. where the house yeah. is just over spiders <laughs> everywhere yeah that's what it'd be like oh um, my lord but yeah, honestly, like I say, attitude was amazing. The red carpet was amazing. I turned a look. You did. That was ben gorgeous. It was like a cape, and it was like dog tooth. A bit of a nod back to your probably first ever drag look, where you had a dog tooth yeah. skirt. Like it was all. It was like the new you. Yeah. I felt like. Yeah, I just wanted to be like, I am here. I am a drag queen. Yeah, and this is my drag because for a long time I never felt like a drag queen ever. 
and people still say, oh, I'm not really a drag queen, you know, and it's just like, whatever. Yeah, well, you are, because you're on um, the Olympics of drag, darling. SAS, who dares fucking wins. Yes. I want to know what you've been up to, bitch, because I've not seen you. Oh, my God, right. So I've just been doing all my regular gigs, but while I was at absolutely Britney brunch or whatever it's called no you're the, obsessed i know i'm obsessed with, i know i'm obsessed with them but while i was there morgan was cleaning out our house making it a bit more homely and i get this text from him and it's a picture of five little kittens in a box inside our outhouse and he was like rambling and like sent me this voice note and he just found these box of cats and they were no bigger than like <laughs> the palm of your hand some of them were absolutely oh. gorgeous they were like tiger print almost like white tiger print they were beautiful wow. and i was like excited and i was like we need to look after them but then i was also like i've just got the two new sofas unwrapped the last thing i want is kitten shit kitten piss and kitten yeah. fur all over them do you know what i mean like this is the and last I'm sorry thing i to want cat lovers yeah i'm sorry to cat lovers but they do smell they do smell and i don't want them in my new house i'm sorry so no. i wasn't panicking then i was like shit well my mum's going to have to have them as somebody because I can't have them in my new house. But as soon as I got home from the brunch, I knocked on. Actually, it was the first neighbour I knocked on. Um, and I said, is this your cat? Cause, because cause we found a picture of the mum. She was in the shed with them. Um, she was like hidden, oh. cowered away. So Morgan managed to get a picture of her. And I was like, is this your cat? And they were like, oh my God, yeah. And I was like, well, your cat's given birth in our shed. They were like, oh yeah, we thought she might have been pregnant. I went, all right, did you? I went, well, right, you, yeah. well, here's five new cats. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Honestly, oh, I, wow. I whipped them round. She took quicker. them in, the neighbour. Oh, yeah, she took them in. The, um, they had, like, kids as well. I'd say about probably, like, 13, 14-year-olds, and they were so excited for the kittens. So, yeah, they've gone, they've gone to that home, and they can run wild in that house instead of mine. So but, <laughs> if you see an RSPCA van pulling up tomorrow, you, you know the kittens are no longer there. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But honestly, I was shocked. I was like, there were tiny little kittens. I'll post a picture at some point because I've got a picture of them on my phone. But yeah, check the socials out at Gossip Days Pod. I'll post the kittens on there. This is a no pussy I'd house, been, baby. No pussy. I'd have been shocked <laughs> yeah. to fuck if I'd have found them. Morgan was scared because he thought, like, imagine, like, one of them had died or something, or there was going to be, like, do you know, there's always, like, a runt of the litter who never makes it or something like that. He was nervous, but... That was my Izzy. Yeah, she was, actually. She was the runt, weren't she? Yeah. Oh, and you nursed her into a little, um... Well, she's a little softy now, yeah? She's needy. Um, so, other than finding pussies and (laughs) finally finishing your house, how have you been doing, serious? Oh, it's not finally finished. I mean, we are still a couple of weeks away, but we're getting there. I mean, all the stuff's in the house and we're physically living in it now, which is good, um, because we're not living in Morgan's mum's house anymore. Um, and it's just nice to have your own space and decorating it how you want and... Do you know what I mean? Just it's just nice to finally do that because I've always rented and yeah. landlords don't ever let you paint or let uh, let you put your own stamp on the walls. I mean, yours has been kind enough that you can paint is. your bathroom, yeah. But you've got the I gift of the cab. I know. Yeah, and it looks nice. I think if they're always worried, I think if you're going to do it like paint everywhere, like snot green or something, and yeah. make it non non rentable, but. I just say, listen, I'm going to do it nice. If you don't like it, I'll paint it back white before I go. And they've never said paint it back white. Oh, really? Fab? So if you've got taste, you've got taste, you get away <laughs> with it. Yeah, if absolutely. you've not got taste, get that snot green covered up. <laughs> Fab. 
Honest to Christ. Uh, do you know what I have done this week? Go on. Um, and I start properly tonight after this call. I've taken I've taken steps for my mental health in the first time properly, I suppose, in my old adult life. Yeah. Why? What are you doing? I start my therapy properly tonight. Oh, wow. Well, good on you. Yeah. A lot of people I, I, do therapy and I don't think people talk about it enough and i think more people should do therapy if they can yeah for sure like there's just a lot of change going on in my life right now personal and professional and i just thought you know what i am putting me first and i'm i'm booking this therapy and i found this amazing therapist um i went online and like i I went through this big questionnaire of things that were important to me and then it linked me up with people in my area and i found this guy and he's he seems brilliant so gay yeah, that was on my checklist, darling. Hundred percent. I think as a pink pound. Yeah, keep it in the family. Hundred percent. I wanted someone that understood what, what what I was doing. I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm a drag queen, and then would be like, you're a what? Yeah, you know what I mean. Hundred percent. I think it's important to have a good um, relationship and kind of understanding. Like, I would always go to a day barber, day shop owner, day. Do you know what I mean, I like I like to have the fam- f- familiarity of a day person in my whole life, really, whether that be me barber, me butcher, me candlestick maker, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and me dumb top. Honestly. So I think it's. I think that would be a big checkpoint for me as well. Like, I, I, I don't know why that is, though. Why do you think that is? Just because she's I'm just scared. a lot more comfortable. Ah, uh, yeah, same, actually. Just more comfortable. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to... I have to edit my behaviour like I would if I was in a straight barber's where I'm like, yeah, so I've had a deal here. <laughs> Tough week this week here, lad, and um, yeah. yeah, lots going on in my life, do you know what I mean? So, like, I'm just yeah, just, just being me yeah. is important. So, oh, good. I'm proud of that. So, yeah. Should we crack on with today's show? Definitely. so much to talk about. We do, Mr. Mug, don't we, darling? Oh, I can't wait to talk about Mystic Mug. Let's get the show on the road. Now, my darling, congratulations are in order because this is your, well, it's your second repeater badge this week, but it's the first one where you've won it by yourself. It's not a team effort, really. This is true. So, well, it was a team effort. I have to be honest. It yeah. was a team effort. I couldn't, you know, I, you've got to have a good team around you. And I do feel tight that, you know, it was only a single win. Yeah. But, you know... Unfortunately, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And like I said on the show, if it was going to be anyone else this week and it was Pixie, I'd have still been pleased for her because she worked her tits off and she did make it easier for us as a group to be able to improv. improv. Yeah. So the challenge was the improvisation challenge. When you first got that script, well, not script, it was kind of like, this is your scenario. Were you glad you got that one? Yeah. Um, or, yeah. or did you think, oh, actually, that other one would be better or I could do better with that one? Or were you really happy with your brief for your team? I didn't really read the other team's briefs. We we just went with the one we were given. Got, yeah, right. So I didn't really have the opportunity to think, oh, that's a better one. I just threw myself into that one. And I mean, you know what it's like when we have a party and we're messing about. And like, do you know what I mean? I've had so many after parties that have prepared me for that, <laughs> that episode. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're really we're a bunch of gimps aren't we our yeah. friends do you know what I mean we always mess about and, and do silly characters and voices and we've always just done that and like we're little theatre nerds so it, I was in my element um, I really was in my element and I just like to get to work with like Alan Carr who I've looked up to for years yeah. I think Alan Carr was the first 
queer comedian that made me laugh out loud. In fact, he's probably the first comedian that made me laugh out loud because I actually connected with him. Yeah. Um, it was that too fairy for me that he did that stand up hundred percent. That was that. That is coming brilliant. out of Dixon's with a pony. What yeah. my life? He was hilarious in that. So yeah, so you got this amazing opportunity to improv with Alan Carr and your other two sisters. Were you happy with your team as well, Cheddar and Pixie? I was a bit worried at first with Cheddar. Yeah, I didn't know Cheddar had it in her, and obviously, you know, the edit, the edit was kind to all of us. I think as well. I, I was a bit gutted at first because. I felt like there was a lot more funny stuff that maybe didn't make it. But right. I think that's the way with any TV show. And focusing on what did go out, our team still did really well. And I think, you know, Cheddar did struggle a little bit at first at finding the feet. But I think as soon as we came on, Cheddar was so quick at being able to adapt. To, oh, OK, this is the style that we're going with. And this is what we're doing. And I think that's what improv's really about. So I could not have asked for a better team in Cheddar and Pixie. And I know that's a really political answer, but I... I'm, I'm being honest, like, I think we were the strongest for that team. You definitely were. For that challenge. 100% you were. And, I mean, if we look at the other people, there were some other people who were good. Um, but, I mean, we did see some people just fall flat. And, unfortunately, one of those was Sminty. And now I know she said um, she froze up in the moment. Like, when she was um, rehearsing, she felt like she had loads to say and she was laughing. But then just in the moment, as soon as the camera on, the lights were on, she froze up and... Unfortunately, Sminty went. And I think the pressure of seeing other people do well gets to people. Whereas for me, I've always tried to drive that pressure into me. Right, I need to do really well. Which is hard to get into that mindset. But I think if you can look at someone and instead of being intimidated by it, use that as the power to drive you. It really is a switch in your mind. And as soon as you can switch it, you start to really unleash the beast, Bimini. Uh, you start to really unleash it, you know? Yeah. I think I don't think... Do, do they normally have the other girls watching you do the improv challenge? Like, I, I can't remember that always being a thing. This has only been the second improv of Drag Race UK history. Wow. So the first improv was season two, and Lawrence Cheney won that one, and I think it was the pub one, wasn't it? Right, yeah, it was, yeah. So, yeah, Beastenders. Beastenders, that so, was it, yeah. So that was the first improv, and they've not done it for season three, or they didn't do it on season one. So I think, personally, it was one of my favourite challenges ever, so I think they should have it every year 100. for the UK season. I think the UK drag is more equipped to do to do improv and be silly and just let go and throw yourself into something. I think it's what we do in the UK as drag queens anyway. Definitely. Honestly, I was so proud watching it this week because me, um, Julie, actually we, we watched it at your house while while you was down um, in London. You had the ultimate Danny Bear experience. We did, we did. <laughs> and you know what? We ordered a takeaway and we watched that and we were honestly howling on the sofa. We, we were all so proud made of you up. this week. Um, we were completely oh, made up. Oh, thank you. It was incredible. Oh, do you know what? It means the world. When my friends love it and I know they love it, they're not just saying it because they're my friends. Like that means the most like and that's why i'm excited for everyone to see the rusical this week because i think it's another example of where ugh, everyone is so strong like and yeah. anyone could take it like like i'm in awe of this cast and i'm in awe of all the people around me i think as well a special shout out needs to go to dakota for the improv like she was fucking hilarious considering yeah. she's never done it and she know? really like just 
rode with it as well, didn't she? I mean, I mean, she did laugh at herself sometimes, which is completely fine. And we saw some other people in other teams laugh as well. But I think she really rose to the occasion. And um, yeah, to say she's never done it before, I think did a really, really fucking good job. 100%. Now, uh, what were your standout moments, can I ask? Obviously, <laughs> excluding <laughs> me. Um, I'm your bezzy. I think Dakota was a standout moment. And I also think we just need to highlight Sminty's runway because... That was impeccable. She looked stunning on that runway. Amazing. Honestly, amazing. See, now, there has been a question online, and I do want to know your thoughts about it. It's like, if the runway can make you potentially fall into the bottom, why can it not bring you out from the bottom and make you safe? Do you know what I mean? So, really, Sminty, could she have been saved from a look? You did say that in um, Untouch. You were like, I think you look a safety this week week but i think it looks safe i like it, but i'm not the judges and i'm not rupaul and i'm not gonna say someone else should have gone home and put yeah. them down because you know i'm not being directly asked the question so i'm not gonna put someone else down but you know i personally would have saved sminty off that look i think it was the high one of the highest if not the highest point scoring look if it was a point scoring system yeah of the of the show for sure. Now, can we speak about tonight's episode? We've already seen it's going to be the musical. It's called yeah. Mary Poppins, which is obviously a piss take of Mary Poppins, and yeah. everybody is singing live. Now, this just to me, as your friend, it's like tick tick tick. This is right up your street. You love musical theatre. You sing live on a weekly basis in front of a it, thousands of people overall. Yeah. Um. So, and we've also seen you have a little flirt with the uh, Strictly. Strictly person, I can't remember his name. What is it? Is it Giovanni? Gio. Yes, Giovanni. Let me tell you, he can't get enough of me. He is obsessed. He's obsessed Bad. with me. I honestly, I saw someone around my bins last night, right? When I was leaving the hotel, and I swear it was Giovanni. He's just obsessed with me. <laughs> he can't get enough. Oh my god. Well, I know we can't speak about much about tonight's episode, um, because it's not out yet, but. Are you excited for it? Are you excited to see the edit? Are you excited just for tonight, really? I'm excited for everyone to see it, not just me, because tonight we worked so hard on this this episode in particular. Like, everyone worked really long hours. Like, the show, everyone, backstage, front of stage, the cast, the crew, everyone. And I'm just so excited. Like, I'm so proud of it, and I hope everyone just takes it for what it is, which is silly, silly telly that's meant to be really entertainment. Also, sorry to go back to last week. Mm. This Mystic Mog character. Oh, yeah. People have been loving, and I can't thank people enough. I've done cameos for people as Mystic Mog, giving them silly readings. I did my first ever gig um, in Dundee where I went out as a character and I came out as Mystic Mog, and they they were like, Danny Beard can't be with us tonight. And everyone was like, What? Then they were like, But they have sent their friend Mystic Mog, and the crowd went crazy Fab. i came out i was full character i was giving people silly fake readings and like but reading them as well like reading them do you know what i mean not like taking the piss out of them. them yeah taking the piss out of them sang a song I, I, one thing i do think people are shocked at that didn't know me before the show is when i sing they're like oh she can sing yeah like it's this value added whereas before it was what i did but people that don't know me and now are discovering me through the show, it feels like this value added. 
Yeah, I and think... it's just nice. It's a nice it's a nice spin on everything. Also, middle aged women are my new audience. Really? <laughs> Last night was sold out. Yeah. And they when I say half of the tables at the front were all like middle aged men, women, non binary, trans people. It was just it was really nice actually, because I think drag race is mainly for the kids yeah like you see people like starlet and sminty and uh, black pepper and all their instagrams are going crazy because they're churning out these looks and this content but i think whereas my appeal is to a different kind of different audience it's just really nice to see the people turning up and actually spending money to see you so I know I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I just want to say thank you. Of course. Honestly. And I also think you should do maybe one or two more kids as Mystic Mog, because you went on your live on your Instagram the other week. Uh, sorry, we, yeah. it, it, it was actually the other night, and I was howling because she was giving readings to people on the live as well, and me and Morgan yeah. was in bed, and we were in bits laughing. So, yeah, oh, maybe, I'm glad. maybe one or two it's more kids silly. as Mystic Mog, I think. And I also think Mystic Mog allows me to say things that I pro- sometimes I wouldn't let my brain go as Danny Beard. Right. It gives me a little bit of a crutch or a, you know, it's not me saying it, it's the spirit. Exactly. And it, it gives it gives me yeah. this character where I can be more outrageous. Not that I thought I could get any more outrageous. So I will be doing Mystic Mog shows for sure. I'm even debating putting my own show on in Manchester as a pure Mystic Mog show. I think that'd be fab, you know, like it's kind of, because it's like doing the Improv Challenge live, I guess, because I suppose you'd have to think about what you're going to do, but in the moment, a lot of your stuff on stage, you do just chat to the crowd and see who's there and improvise and make them laugh, so... I think it'd be like yeah. it'd just be like that, but live. A hundred percent. How bloody! And I'm already exciting. working on how to make it really camp. So keep people keep their eyes peeled for that. The Mystic Mog show is coming soon. A full hour show of Mystic Mog. I promise. Perfect. I'm excited. So before we finish off this drag race section, as always, the eliminated queen has left us a voicemail. So here's Sminty after the tone. Hey freaks, Sminty here, aka the narrator of season four. I just wanted to let you know that you're ugly and you'll never be loved. Also, I know that you, Danny Beard, definitely had something to do with my rigged departure. Little Miss Scene Stealing Camera Hog. You didn't like that I was stealing all the airtime, so you slipped the McQueen Liz in a slop job in the confessional booth to ensure they got rid of me. You think you're so slick, but I've been onto you for a while now. So with that said, wanna play a game? There's currently an explosive device sitting behind you right now that I can set off at any moment I please. So you have two options. You can either get blasted into smithereens and die in your flop era, or you can go to smintydrop.com and buy my merch and tell all your little fans to follow me on Instagram at smintydrop so I can become the most famous woman in the world. Pick wisely, beard. (laughs) Love from Sminty. So, my love, we have been, we've had an influx of listeners' letters, actually. So, thank you, everybody, for writing in. And also, thank you for all these new people tuning in. We can see the figures shooting up. So, thank you very much. We are very much appreciated. Now, if you do want to send us... Go on. Oh, I was just going to do that. You know what? We're peas in a pod. I'm going to leave you to it. You hit, you hit them with the socials and the emails, my queen. I was just going to say, if you want to send a listener's letter to us, it's letters at gossipdayspod.com or you can hit us up on the socials, slide into our DMs at gossipdayspod. Now, this came in this morning 
Um, and I wow. really wanted to talk about it because um, I think we could have a great conversation around it. So this is Hey Queers. I'm part of an all-male, in brackets, trans-inclusive queer sports group. There has been a recent conversation within the group about being more inclusive and inviting females, inclusive of trans and non-binary people, etc., into the group. This has had a lot of backlash and has divided the group into two. There are valid wow. arguments on both sides. Personally, I joined the group to befriend other queer males, as I only had female friends at my um, as I only had female friends in my life at that time. However, obviously, I'm not discriminating against any person's gender identity. Therefore, I totally understand both sides of the of the coin. What are your views? Should the group be more inclusive, or is it important to have groups highlight smaller areas of the queer community? For example, lesbian-only, women-only, POC-only groups. Interested to hear your thoughts. Well, I don't know how you're feeling on this, because this is the first time I've heard this, but yeah. my instant reaction is, why does it have to be all or the other? Why can't the group have... Say it's... I don't know what group it is. For us, uh, Sod's Law, or whatever the terminology is let's call it a football group yeah. you meet every monday at six o'clock why can't you keep what you've got at six o'clock and then at seven o'clock you have or on a tuesday then you have another group that's open to all and it's still part of the same team the same people but you're still catering to the community it was set up for but you're opening your doors to a wider community i don't see the problem with it being both I this was right. I I was chatting to Morgan about this state, and that was my initial thought. Like, I think it is important to have groups where it is female only, male only, because I do like those type of groups. But I think there's certain clubs and certain venues around the country who mainly only cater to queer men, and they only let them in the venue. And I 100%. think, and I think that's wrong. Like, you can have certain nights where it is maybe men only, and and it is mainly for sex. But I think you should open your doors for all everybody under the queer umbrella and i think if you've got a group like this you can have maybe a little subgroups going off them so you do have your own women's only you do have your own like maybe poc group but it's all under the same umbrella and then you can all come together at some stage throughout the week or once a month 100%, or something like that because yeah. we're where do you draw the line between between inclusive and exclusive? Yeah. And I think as a queer community, we do need to do more to be inclusive. And I think, like you say, a lot of these sports teams are geared around gay men. Yeah. Like they just are. So I don't see there being a problem with you keeping what you're doing, but then you also have um, an inclusive night where anyone from the queer community and allies are welcome i do also understand the importance of like we were saying earlier on the show i wanted a queer therapist because that would make me feel more uncomfortable yeah there will be people trans men men non-binary people that will feel more comfortable just in the group that is already going yeah so for those people, you keep it the way it is. I think the easiest route is not to say this has to be black or white. The queer community is not black or white. It's a rainbow. Yeah. And I think, listen to me. <laughs> wow. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it is, it's a rainbow. So, you know, it's not a black and white issue. So you can't solve it with a black and white answer. And I think it's it really is as simple as you need to look at what nights you've got on and what nights you can make inclusive and what nights you keep exclusive for you for your members now and i think like he's already said or this person's already said they are 
divide the groups already divided you'll probably find that people who are more into going just to the men only will go just to the men only night and the people that are open to being more inclusive will start to drift into the other one and i think the club can still be there for everyone and more and i think that's what it should be i mean i think i think there's no reason why events and things and you know clubs can't be put on that are more inclusive and it's advertised that way and you still stick with your main group i think that's the most simple answer and it's the first time in a long time i've not said write a letter get a grip (laughs) or ask people for more information so this is a great letter so keep writing in everyone brilliant and i'm also excited to know the outcome of this and also if anybody out there knows of any female only or um non-binary only like groups i don't know of any in manchester but Manchester specifically. All I know is like there's like the Gay City Bowlers, which I think is only men. There's like the rugby team. There's like the football team. And I'm like, where are these yeah. women groups? I don't think there is any. Can, do you know of any? I don't know of any personally in the Manchester area, which is where we live. But I don't really know of many in the wider community. So if there is anyone listening that does, yeah, let us know and we'll, we'll let's highlight them on the show. Let's do a bit of research this week and try and highlight some for next week. I think definitely sounds good. Thank you for writing in. Thank you, my love. The gossip case. This is just the tea. I'm Sam. The Football Association has assured LGBT plus fans they will not be criminalised at the World Cup in Qatar. However, no statement has been made by the Qatar government publicly. Many fans have claimed they still feel unsafe due to Qatar's anti-LGBT plus laws. Billy Ickner has blamed homophobic audiences for the failure of his film Bros. The film has currently grossed less than half of its $22 million budget. Gay journalist Isaac Grafstein fought back against the claim, calling the film a preachy dumpster fire. And finally, a New York congressional candidate has released a video of himself having sex with a porn star as part of his campaign strategy. Mike Itkus is a third-party candidate who wants to run a sex-positive platform. The video doesn't mention anything about his politics or campaign, but Itkiss has said he wants to legalise sex work. Itkiss uploaded the video himself to Pornhub titled Bucketless Bonanza. That's all for now. Back to you guys. Well, I'm sorry if that was a shorter show than normal, but we are literally girls on the go. We are, yes. And I promise next week, I think we are going to be together next week when we record, aren't we? We are, for sure, for Perfect. sure. Perfect. We'll, we'll, we'll guarantee the laughs, the giggles, snack of the week will be back. 100%. Thank you to Sam as well this week for dropping in the news. It's always yes. important to find out what the fuck is going on in the world. Um, but what have we got tomorrow, me and you, Bill? So it's not tomorrow, I think it's next week. Uh, oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> We are going to Sundowners in Margate and where you're going to be performing, I'm going to be DJing. It's like a little Halloween-y, spooky-ooky gossip day takeover. Yeah. So it's me and you. I'm on, I'm on the stage. You're on the decks. Yeah. We're going to be there. There's meet and greet tickets available. You can meet and greet both of us. How if fabulous. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Of course they want. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget, like, comment, subscribe, get involved with the show. If you don't already follow us on our socials, please do. We're at Gossip Gaze Pod. Mm-hmm. If you want to be in our close friends on Instagram, send us a DM 
a DM, DM. Send us a send DM, us a DM. And you can be in our close friends where we drop uh, news, info, and tickets to things that are happening with us in first. Be the first to know. Be in our golden circle. The Gossip Gaze. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. United Kingdom, 12 points. Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Rob and James, the hosts of the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. And here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a, a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and... For it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way. Just search the Euro Trip wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 